Hi, I'm Christy Chadwick, energy healing, yoga moving, death educating, essential oil using, mental wellness promoting, and self-awareness bringer. Allow me to explain. Since I was little, I would say to my family, I want to know everything about everything. Well, I may not know it all, and I may not have all the answers, but I sure do make an effort to gather experiences, tools, practices, and knowledge. And that's what this is all about. I'm here to share in my own voice about my experiences with healing arts, education, spirituality, and self-awareness. Welcome, e como mai, to the Inward Motion Podcast, the place where we focus on inner healing, inner growth, and inner knowing. Each episode covers a range of topics like mindfulness, mental health, essential oils, energy healing, and more. Speaking of essential oils, I am offering my free everyday healthy habit kit. It is the perfect way to see how essential oils can make your days healthier and happier. Visit the link in the show notes to receive yours in your inbox. Okay, here we go. On to the episode. Hey everyone, thanks so much for listening. I really appreciate you being here and I love getting to share more in this sort of medium of audio and be able to talk about things that I'm really passionate about. So I appreciate you being here today. I want to share about a book I've been reading called no bad parts. It's uh, about healing trauma and restoring wholeness using IFS or internal family systems model. It's by Richard Schwartz. And he actually wrote this book during the pandemic. So it's very relevant for current times. And I love that about this so much because it helps to develop this, uh, practice for what's happening in the world right now. So IFS is a practice that I actually learned about in grad school for my master's in marriage and family therapy. It's about kind of going into the parts of us. A lot of what we do as marriage and family therapists is help to connect families together. We look at the systems of the family. We look at the systems around them. We go from the interpersonal connection, the interpersonal relationship, and also the intrapersonal. So we look at the in intra, the inwards, the interpersonal, the interconnectedness within a person, right? So it's one person going out to the family, going out to the culture, going out to the community, going out to society. It's all of this systemic relational process. So what internal family systems does is go into the person to really look at the different parts of that person. And many of those parts are younger selves. Uh, those parts that have been impacted in certain ways, perhaps it was, it could be through trauma. It could be through various events or, um, conversations, things that developed these different parts of us. And those parts are what are kind of 
sometimes come up and they respond to the world around us. And, um, and we also bring up emotions and feelings within us that we can't explain and that we don't know what to do with. So the IFS really goes in to help us become more conscious, more aware of these subconscious parts, these ways of thinking that maybe got us to where we are, but they're not getting us any further. So I want to read you a couple of things that I, um, noted in here. And one thing is about compassion and compassion is something that I talk about within my social media and within my teams and my community. And what I love about compassion is that it's a pretty accessible practice. Like we can, we definitely have the, the option to be compassionate towards ourselves, be compassionate towards others. Um, sometimes it can feel like we're trying to really hone in on what it means to be compassionate. Um, and so what, what he talks about in this book is that the self, the capital S self, meaning your true self, your centered self is already buff with compassion. It merely needs to be released, not strengthened. So daily practices can be useful in helping parts trust that it is safe to release compassion and that can, and that can be expedited by getting to know and addressing their fears about doing so. This is to say that parts of us are scared. They are fearful of what it would mean to release compassion how would it affect these parts of us that are scared? What would happen? We don't know until we really ask them and we go into them and we think about it and we focus on it. And when we become clear on what those fears are, we can slowly start to alleviate those fears and move those parts out of the way so that our self, which is buff with compassion, can then go in and practice and be compassionate. So a little bit more about this self. Self also senses the self in everyone and consequently has a deep sense of connectedness as well as a strong desire to connect to the self, the capital S self of others. This sense of connectedness has a spiritual element to it that we explore and that he explores in this book, we feel connected to spirit, the Tao, the God Brahman to the big self. We feel that because we are connected to it, our self, our capital S self is connected to that. How awesome, right? Our capital S self has the ability to know and to uh, just move through life with this sense of ease and understanding and faith and trust. So it's there. It's already there. You have it. You got it. It's in you. It's now about getting to know that and releasing that part of you. So in um, this book, he talks about 
some qualities, um, you know, so he, he talks about when, when I ask, so there's this protective part. When I ask these protective parts, what they'd rather do if they trusted, they didn't have to protect. They often wanted to do something opposite of the role they were in. Inner critics wanted to become cheerleaders or sage advisors. Extreme caretakers wanted to help set boundaries. Rageful parts wanted to help with discerning who was safe. It seemed that not only were the, were the parts not what they seemed, but also they each had qualities and resources to bring to the client's life that were not available while they were tied up in the protective roles. So he's talking about looking at these different parts that people would start to express. And if they were protective and they were trying to protect something like that fear of going into compassion mode, what is it protecting? And those, and he's saying that the inner critics, they wanted to become cheerleaders or sage advisors and the extreme caretakers wanted to help set boundaries. The rageful parts wanted to help with discerning who was safe. So then it became more constructive, right? It's when they're, these are sort of parts are in the subconscious and they're going on into different places that they are not productive and they're, they're not really lining up with our true self, but when we can start to look at the parts and figure out what they want to do, we can start to use them more constructively, more productively, which is great, right? It's all about aligning with ourself. It's, it's, it's perfect. So from the IFS, this is another quote I'm reading from his book. From the IFS point of view, the quieting of the mind associated with mindfulness happens when the parts of us usually running our lives, i.e. our egos, relax, when, which then allows parts we have tried to bury, exiles, to ascend, bringing that with them the emotions, beliefs, and memories they carry or burdens that, that got them locked up and locked away in the first place. (laughs) So he's talking about the mindfulness piece and mindfulness is, has different looks, you know, you can practice in different ways. And I, mindfulness is very much associated with IFS. It's about me being mindful and going into those subconscious parts and the egos that are kind of running our lives and we relax that. And then we go into all these parts that we bury these exiles and we bring them up and we look at those emotions, those beliefs, the memories that they carry, which are the burdens. And we, we help unlock them because we locked them away in the first place. And so they're in our subconscious to sort of running amok that we don't know what they're doing and we need to look at them. So we go to look at them. (laughs) Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty amazing work. And I feel like this is something that I needed to share with all of you because it's, 
it's important to know that there are, there are options. There are ways to really learn about yourself in pretty non-threatening approaches. IFS is a loving way of relating internally to your parts and externally to the people in your life. So in that sense, IFS is a life practice as well. It's something you can do on a daily moment to moment basis at any time by yourself or with others. It's another quote from his book. And really just to wrap this up, I encourage you to read this book, obviously the no bad parts. It's a, it's a really great quick read and something that helps to, uh, he also gives practices in there to help to connect with these parts and to look at them a little bit more. One of them is to focus in on the different parts and draw a picture of those parts and label them and just get more in tune with them and see what they have to say, see what they, how they, what are they storing, what kind of memories, what kind of emotions, what beliefs they're storing. You know, this is all within you. This is all part of you. So why not, why not get to know it? Why not get to know yourself just a little bit more? I hope this was helpful. And if you enjoyed this episode, feel free to share it on social media. You can tag me at christy.chadwick.healing and you can leave a review and definitely um, let me know how this was for you. All right. Thanks so much.